Now, I'm going to echo James's opening remarks, but I think they bear repetition. So before I start to talk about politicised therapy, let me share with you what I believe good therapy looks like. It means treating clients with respect and empathy and compassion, seeing each of them as individuals who are unique, listening closely to them and not judging them, assessing an individual's needs and intervening appropriately, developing a trusting working relationship and finding effective ways to restore mental health and quality of life. This is good therapy. Good therapy heals. What is not good therapy is imposing your political beliefs on your clients, broaching the subject of racism with them when this wasn't the reason they came to therapy, telling them that the root cause of their problems lies in their white privilege or their patriarchal beliefs, assuming they are victims of oppression because of the colour of their skin, or shaming them because they don't share your worldview, and then giving them a moral lecture in correct thinking. In the US, this form of politicized therapy is widespread, and it's turning therapists against their clients. Andrew Hartz of the Open Therapy Institute in New York says that, increasing numbers of therapists lack the clinical competency to help patients with truly diverse viewpoints. Years of one-sided education have made many of them unable to tolerate being around people with different views, much less support them as empathic therapists. I share Andrew's concerns. The ideology that these therapists follow is known as critical social justice or wokeness. It's a widespread problem in the US and increasingly here in the UK and here is the evidence. In 2022, Dr. Kirsty Miller and I sent freedom of information requests to clinical psychology training courses in the UK to find out whether they were adopting this ideology. Here are just a few of our findings from those that responded. Courses are schooling trainees in social justice activism. Newcastle calls for the dismantling of clinical psychology and embedding of critical race theory informed anti-racism throughout the profession. Whiteness training and the interrogation of whiteness is pervasive. Liverpool invited Black Lives Matter to advise them on decolonising their curricula and Canterbury will not even send black trainees to white rural areas on placement. What does that say about those people living in white rural areas? So these are just a few examples. There are many more. Do please come and pick up one of these if you'd like them. The problem for clinical psychology and the wider therapeutic professions, and most importantly clients, is that the ideology driving these changes is anti-therapeutic, anti-scientific, and authoritarian. It's anti-therapeutic because it categorises individuals according to their membership of in-groups and out-groups. And we've seen clearly what happens when this idea of the oppressor and the oppressed is introduced. So there's divisive labelling, there's um, blaming, shaming, judging and demonisation. Therapist political beliefs are imposed on clients, which damages the relationship of trust that's required for therapy to be effective. 
If you're in an out group, don't count on your needs being met. Men account for 75% of all suicides, but they're seen as dominant, privileged, and toxic. On the other hand, if you're in an oppressed group, victimhood and grievance will be encouraged rather than agency and resilience. In fact, you'll be trained to think in ways that make you anxious and depressed. And the unquestioning affirmation of a client's self-diagnosis has no regard for ethical, professional practice, duty of care, or safeguarding. It's anti-scientific because it rejects science, evidence, and reason. It views objectivity as oppressive. It prefers untested ways of knowing to evidence-based treatments. And it relies on subjective interpretations of lived experience of oppression. And it's authoritarian because it suppresses all alternative viewpoints. It doesn't allow dissent or debate, and it expels, sneers, and tries to silence those who dare to raise concerns, such as my colleagues here today. This is an extreme, intolerant, illiberal, and damaging ideology that punishes dissenters and is completely at odds with the healing ethos of the therapeutic professions. It's a cynical political project that uses discrimination, bullying, exclusionary and unethical tactics to achieve its vision of utopia. And yet, no one in authority is prepared to do anything whatsoever about it. Not the professional therapeutic bodies, not the Health and Care Professions Council, not NHS England, who are responsible for embedding this ideology in training courses, and not the Secretary of State for Health, who remains silent on the matter. So I am grateful to the Battle of Ideas for the opportunity to air this and discuss my concerns. The general public needs to know about these developments in the field of therapy and mental health. Clinical psychologists and other therapists must be reminded of their duty to first do no harm. To paraphrase Orwell, there are people playing with fire who don't even know that fire is hot.